and boom, just like that, as promised. Sideline Junkies Records. We back in this thing. We're doing it up, doing it right. Tuesday night flight. On your radio, on your phone. All right, let's hey, get into this. Yo. Hey, if you don't want the producer dancing on your on your podcast, <laughs> come over to the sideline junkies. <laughs> take that, take that. Yeah. Bad boy, baby. All right. All right. Part two of the Tuesday. This is like a smorgasbord of sports information so let's jump right into it okay we talked about bruce allen's involvement in the in the gruden emails let's talk about john gruden's involvement because we wanted to keep that local that dc sports rundown is done processing dc sports rundown is just go ahead b i i didn't even know no 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 i'm talking to jackie and i forgot to mute oh okay (laughs) uh okay so we talked about the D.C. part. Let's talk about the John Gruden part. Now, John Gruden, quote unquote, has been. He resigned. Now, raise your hand if you believe that he really resigned. He was forced out talking about he didn't want to be a distraction. Derek Carr came out. <laughs> Derek Carr came out and said, you know, John Gruden's not a, a racist guy. I don't know John Gruden personally. I don't put anything past anybody. Let me say that. I don't put anything past anybody because people going to be people. Okay. So now the thing is, I heard from a reliable source that the whole, uh, Demora Smith lips being big as Michelin tires or, or what have you, whatever was said is something that said to people that run their mouth a lot. Now, I'm not defending anything that was said, but it was a lot of things. And I'm starting to look at like, you know, maybe I can't say these things to my friends that we talk about. You know, I can't send my friends and, 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 you know, my folks that's in my inner circle. I can't send them Instagram posts of different things that, you know, women that we like, things like that. Uh, I can't talk for lack of a better term. I can't talk shit with the boys. And I'm not saying that's all they were doing. Now, when he said what he said about Roger Goodell, I know if you go down and you go back to that 2011, um, yeah, 2011 during the lockout, a lot of players had a lot of disparaging things to say about Roger Goodell and Demore Smith, black, white, and indifferent. You know, it, it was a lot of that going on. And for Gruden not to be in the league and this come back to haunt him was kind of crazy for me but hey it was a part of an investigation that came out you in the league now so that's that we got the midnight ride oh man where did you go where'd you go where'd you go so you know it's it's a lot that goes on with that and the midnight rider yo is here what's happening brother i mean long time no see i mean you know about time you showed up to work i must have pissed him off (laughs) <laughs> nah, nah, yo, you know what I do, man? Sometimes I just sit back because I just let y'all be, man, because the magic works. You know what I'm saying? Every now and then you just got to be a fan and a spectator, you know? Let the best do what it do. So that's all it is, bro. Nothing personal. Just enjoying the show myself. Sometimes it's good to be a fan. 
No, indeed, indeed, man, absolutely. Well, but, um, I, yeah, this is what I want to hear. I want to hear what you got. Come on. All right, so let's let's talk about. I think this is an inside hack job. So, um, I think Mark Davis wanted to get out of that hundred million dollar contract. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting how it's only Gruden's part that came up, and it's only from a certain window, because I left. I sat there and asked myself, if we got the twenty eleven emails, we probably got the twenty twelve emails when the dudes were taking these. And and um, Colin Kaepernick was on the scene, so we probably got some emails where I don't think that Michelin lips was probably the most insulting and derogatory thing that you could have heard or or been said in the emails. So that's one of my problems with that. The second problem is I think the league just showed a total disrespect to women everywhere. Um, when I said that in the joint I wrote, I was super heated last night. Um, I just can't believe that an email has more power than women actually complaining and physical evidence. And even in the emails, you see where the pictures of these women um, were used in conversation and, and passed around. So you're automatically, A, because these women are totally underpaid. So you're underpaying them. And now you're using them in some kind of porn ring because that's all I can call it. I, I just don't get it, man. Just don't get it. And I just don't see how Dan Snyder can still own a team in this in that environment. Because he's pretty much suspended for the year. Tanya owns the team. He's suspended. So yeah, let's he, think about he, that. He's like, suspended. She's running it. Okay, so he suspended. His wife runs the team. So you don't think in the morning he not giving up her an agenda? Of course she he is. I know this. You know this. We know okay, this. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely. And what was the fine? Ten million. Which is like I, I told Lady C this. I said that's like ten dollars to you and I. Twenty dollars to you and I. How I, I think his um, flat screen TV that he put on the boat cost more than that. <laughs> so I mean, it's just crazy, man. All of this comes out, and it hits the fan. And I I said, matter of fact, was it Sunday, I think we said? And B was like, you know, don't even say it because I already know what you're about to say. But all of it comes out Sunday, and we're sitting there. We're like, okay, it wasn't totally wrong until he said something about Roger Goodell. Once he said something about Roger Goodell, now we got to do something about it. That's what it is. Now we got to do something. Hold on. Wait a minute. Don't you talk about my good commissioner like that. That's how it feels. And you talk about the taking the knee. Now, that wasn't 2012. That was 2014, 2015, and 2016. That was that what that was. And he had some remarks about that, too. He had some remarks about Obama. Remember, but Remember, the emails, the emails go all the way up to 2018. Exactly. But, well, that's take two. I don't know what in the world happened, but we was going ham and we hadn't even really started going ham yet. I I, I don't know what the hell happened. We didn't say nothing out the way. Uh, but we back because we, you know, we we, we got to get into this. We, we, we got 
we gotta we gotta get <laughs> the midnight rider said Goodell cut the mics. He probably did. He probably did. Now, what I was saying before we were rudely interrupted. The thing is, Goodell has been talked about, and then we were talking about the emails from 2011 to 2018. I'm sure that those emails were from it was a lot of emails from uh other people and such as uh i want to see what jerry jones had to say about the kneeling because i'm sure he had a lot to say too i'm sure uh, uh, a lot of other owners who did come out and say disparaging things about the kneeling it was only one owner outside of the roomies that didn't say disparaging things and that was uh, uh woody johnson's the but johnson's you know, up in new york that was the only other team that didn't know, come out. I, I think i think jerry jones is smart enough he knows he knows what he is not to use his NFL email. I think Jerry Jones know how to trace his steps. I think we and you and everybody else that listens to this podcast knows that Jerry Jones that came out of his mouth with some choice words about several subjects. We can't prove anything, but I don't think he's dumb enough to use his NFL. Well, I, 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 I can agree with you on that, but I'm sure I would still love to say, I would love to see, you know, what the hell he had to say also, because I'm sure if that was the case, he would have to step down, too, because Jerry Jones, for all his great things, you know, what he does in the community, being a great businessman, you know, he's not the greatest owners. But at times and especially during the uh, social justice uh, uh, protest of the NFL, he said a lot of things that didn't sound too right. You know, basically protest on your own time. When you got that cowboy uniform on, you will toe that line. Here's the thing, Jerry, just because it's not affecting you does not mean it's not affecting these players. Man, you, you talking to deaf ears. If you, you talking about Jerry Jones, he can <laughs> hear less about any type of, kneeling black lives matter movement anything like that he does not care well my thing is we want to we we're we going to jump into it and we're going to talk about it let's talk about it as a whole i agree with what ben said why is it that gruden's part is the only part that's come out so you mean to tell me for seven years of emails nobody else said anything disparaging but Gruden. Nobody sent any illicit pictures, but Gruden. How did Gruden get a hold of the pictures of the Washington football team cheerleaders, the first ladies of football? How did he get a hold of those pictures? And I guarantee you more executives and, and different people have those pictures. And as a lot of people right now that work for these NFL teams, trying to make sure they they can clean a server hmm. because bro if the cat come out the bag only the only thing that came out the bag was one of the cat's toenails if the cat really come out the bag it's gonna be a lot of heads that roll and i guarantee you the shield is behind a lot of this the shield is behind a lot of stuff trust and believe the shield is a beautiful thing when you want to sit down 
on Sundays and watch some fo- your, your favorite team play. But the shield right now, doing damage control. Well, I, I just, this right here could possibly, I, I know it goes deeper than John Gruden and, and Bruce Allen. Now, like I said on the, 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 the DC Sports Rundown, Bruce Allen will never be an executive in his league ever again. Like I said, you know, to you, he was football royalty, son of the great George Allen. Tomorrow is today. The future is now. And the Midnight Riders in the text window, he just got banned. Wow. Banned. Not, you know. Who, Who got banned? I'm guessing he's saying, uh, 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 are you, are you talking? Oh, here he come. Here he come. I knew it. I knew it. Good, man. Good, good. He knows his cue. Yo. Midnight Rider, get me. Come on. What you got? So, so no, so, um, on my way in from work today, I heard that no front office, no team can hire Bruce Allen going forward. Mm. But you know what's crazy? That news. After his, after his Washington football team stand, that should have been the case anyway. <laughs> well, it was going to be the case anyway. They just like to make the obvious obvious to us. And this is all this is, is placating. You can't tell me, like, like all they're doing right now is peeing on your leg and tell you, you, telling you it's raining. That's all this is right now. Mm, mm, mm. Mm. But... I agree with BJ. This shouldn't have been. This is a foregone conclusion that Bruce Allen should never work again, because in ten years here, two playoff appearances, no playoff wins, and then the, what? The news that came out that he was, you know, you didn't want to sign back here. You wanted to go elsewhere, and I always wonder why a lot of guys that were really good didn't get picked up anywhere else. He was sabotaging their careers. He would sit in the office and sabotage their careers the same way he sabotaged Scott McLuhan while he was here. He damn sure. Because the players were more in tune with Scott McLuhan as GM because Scott McLuhan, who was, I can't think of the corners now. I want to say it might've been Fabian Moreau, but I may be wrong, but it was a young corner. He had a blow up on the sideline and Scott McLuhan came down after the game. How do you take your shower? Come upstairs to my office. And the player came up there. They closed the door. Scott McLuhan ripped him a new one. That's not how we con- we conduct ourselves in this league. And that's not how you conduct yourself playing for this team. If it happens again, you up out of here. In not so many words. It wasn't that I heard it was a profanity laced tirade. And the player said, yes, sir. I understand. I was wrong. That was it. But everybody loves Scott here. And Scott is a proven winner. Three to five years, you're in the Super Bowl messing with Scott McLuhan. But then all of a sudden, Brucey got in that uh, that good old you-know-what con- measuring contest and got him up out of here. Instead of saying, you know what? We can do this together. And got him out of here. Bruce Allen was the reason Doug Williams never got promoted. In my honest opinion. So, I'm just saying... I'm just saying. 
And I mean, you make you make some good points, and then we said it on DC Sports Rundown. It's a lot of things that's coming together now, and you just sitting back in the in the chair, and it's like, ah, okay, it makes sense now. Now you know how you always missing pieces to that puzzle. Mm-hmm. This was a this was a two thousand piece puzzle, and we only had like eleven hundred pieces, but all of a sudden. We just got fifteen hundred more. We still short some pieces. We still short some pieces, but now a lot of things that happened, that has happened, especially with this team, make a lot of sense now. And it's damning. You know, a lot of this evidence is damning, and it's going to be very interesting over the next couple of weeks to see what else comes out. Because that's what I'm waiting for. What other bombs are going to drop? Because, like I said, John Gruden was the NFL's golden boy. Chucky. Spider-Y mm-hmm. banana. <laughs> you know, he'll never work again. Never. He'll never work again. Broadcasting, analysts, nothing. Nobody's oh, don't forget him. QB school. Oh, QB school's over. That's over. And QB school was one of my favorites. Yeah, they're going to get paid man to do that. That's over. So, man. <laughs> Come um, on, man. It's Spider 2 Y Banana. Yeah, man. Spider 2 Y Banana. The greatest, the no. greatest, uh, greatest play call in the history, man. Flushed down the toilet. And all the people that defended him before the rest of the emails came out. And I said this on DC Sports Rundown. How do you how do you feel now? That the rest of the stuff came out. You said it ain't a red bone in his body. That's what everybody always say. Oh, it's not a racist bone in his body. It's not a racist bone in my body. That's not how. <laughs> BS. Okay. This stuff just don't pop pop magically. These have been the thoughts of John Gruden. It, it, it doesn't make very much sense. Let's just say that. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. But these have been the thoughts of John Gruden his entire life. Okay, you just don't start talking like this. You just don't all of a sudden. Yeah, I got three black friends. My best, my <laughs> sister's husband is black. <laughs> if you can count how many black friends or how many friends of another race you have, you can count them. That's a problem. Yeah, that's a problem. I once had a black guy over my house. You know, it, it, it's just it's man. Look. This, like I said, for for the Golden Boy to go down in Tampa, you showed me the, the thing that with Tampa was saying they're gonna take him out of the Ring of Honor. He should have never been in the Ring of Honor because he won a Super Bowl with Tony Dungy's team and hasn't done shit since. Ooh, this coffee is hot. This daggone uh uh this tea is hot. It is hot. And Lady C say, which bone is the racist bone? Is, yeah, that's what I want. In the actual race, is it the femur? <laughs> it, it, maybe it's maybe it's a bone that they haven't discovered in the body. Maybe. And you know, I, I mean, that's the only thing I can think of because they always talk about this racist bone. You know, maybe some people have and some people don't. That's I mean, you know. But back back to John Gruden. Okay, hasn't done shit since he won with Tony Dungy's team that he built. Yeah, put him in a ring of honor. Hasn't done anything since. Wasn't going to do anything with Oakland. Oakland wasn't going nowhere. Yeah, they look good. They look decent. 
but mm-hmm. Tony Dungy ain't built that team. <laughs> so, yeah, you got to build that from scratch, son. But, bro, it, it's, it's going to be an interesting next couple of weeks, and we're going to see what the Shield does and if the Shield is going to allow the rest of the emails to come out. That's what I want to see because the Shield – the Shield's not going to let Jerry Jones go down. I promise no. you that. No, I no. promise you that. There could be all types of N-words, F-words, all types of stuff in the email. They'll wait. They'll make that disappear. Oh, yeah, it'll, it'll be redacted. It'll be redacted. Don't worry about that. I, I, but, I, but if you think for one second that these 32 have it's not one black owner. Okay, if you think for a second they don't share the same emails, the executives, and everything else, you're sadly mistaken. Hmm. Lady C chimed in. She says, is a racist bone the same thing as being big bone? Get out of here. That's what I say. I think it was Randy Moss that said it. Racism don't start in your bones. It's in your heart. It's in your heart. And it's a lot of things we as men say to each other. And everybody has their own inside jokes. Every every clique has their own inside jokes. 20 odd years around BJ, we got our own inside jokes. You know, we got our own, we got things that, you know, we were there for. And, you know, we say, hey, remember this? And then we just crack up laughing about it because it's something we remember. But to say the things that you said repeatedly over and over and then think that you weren't going to pay the price for it. This is the day and time that if you say a word that means one thing to our generation. And when I say our generation, I'm talking about 70s and 80s babies. It means one thing in our generation to say it. But the. 90s and the, 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 the 2000s babies, it means something totally different. And people get bent out of shape about it. Exactly. Work email. Yeah, yeah. Ben say just we just how, don't work email. Man, just think how arrogant you have to be, how how big your balls have to be and dragging on the floor to use your work email to do what they did. Just think about that for a second. How how out of touch with stuff you got to be and, and feel like you're untouchable to do that type of stuff. Mm. Social media has been the worst thing to happen to people like this because social media is public. If you, and, and let, let's, let's not even talk about John Gruden and Bruce Allen. Let's talk about us right here. If you think for a second that Instagram and Facebook doesn't monitor your activity and it's not they don't have they don't have 1500 people sitting in the room monitoring accounts they have machines computers to do it okay so yeah if you don't think they're monitoring your dm just like apple put out a couple weeks ago they said they're going through everybody's phone they didn't ask for permission if you got child pornography on your phone and which they should they're getting you. They're going to return into the proper authorities and they're going to, you know, let them handle the situation. Everybody's doing the same. You got this phone in your hand. You got this smartphone in your hand. 
with all your information on it, guess what? They checking through everything, your emails, the phone. And I know everybody here can, and, 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 uh, and that, and that too, lady, see, it's very, everybody's very sensitive, but if you, if you've ever talked about something and gone to your Facebook feed and it's in your Facebook feed as an ad or the Instagram, it just tells you where, what they're doing with the information they're getting from you from these phones. So. That is true. You got to be very careful. Everything you do, because pretty soon DMs and 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 anything, you know, is going to be public knowledge. I mean, pretty, hell, pretty, your phone tracks soon now. <laughs> your phone tracks everything you do. Go search for something on the internet, or say you looking about. I seen something talking to my wife about Walmart. I'd be damned if it wasn't a Walmart ad for what I was actually looking for on my phone because my phone's listening. I know my phone's listening. But then when I say something about how to make a million dollars in three min minutes in a legal way and very little effort, nothing pops up. So it's, li it's listening, but it ain't listening to what I really want. Even talking out loud, the phone listens. Yep, exactly right. Exactly right, nickname. You can't. The People talk about, oh, you know, I don't want to be tracked. You're being tracked because you got a big old computer in your hand. So it is how it is. But once it becomes public knowledge, it could ruin a lot of people because of the things that you 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 said and done. So, you know, you got to you got to think about that and you got to be careful. But. I don't see how Gruden didn't think this was going to catch up with him, but hey, it caught up with him. He'll probably never work in the sport that he loves so much on a professional or collegiate level. He'll get a job at a, at a high school. High school overlooked that because he was working at a high school back in uh, 2011. He was coaching a high school team. He'll he'll get back in there if they bring up another arena league or another uh USFL or UFL or something. He'll get a job there. Brother, John Gruden is dead. Nah, somebody will give me. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. John mark Gruden. my words. He'll get another job somewhere. It John may not be ten million a year, but he'll get another job. Is done. He's done. And, and, and like I said, you. you He's sending them emails because he's. They feel like they're untouchable. When you're in the inner circle of the NFL, the upper brass, with the right skin pigment, you feel like you're untouchable. So that's why they they sent the emails back and forth. And don't think for a second that Jay Gruden don't have some of them emails. Okay, don't think for a second that Jay and his brother. If you you would be naive to think that he don't text his brother. They talking now. They probably like, huh? Don't email it. Just call me. Wait, yeah. they can monitor the phone conversations. That's They're true. Monitoring everything. They're looking for keywords. If you say the wrong thing, the FBI is at your door. Mm -hmm. You say the wrong thing or post the wrong thing on social media, you could not mean any harm. You could just be posting something that you thought was funny, or you could be a joke. I'm gonna blow this thing up, such and such, such. And if you if you're in the wrong location when you post that, you're going to get tackled. You're in the wrong location and you post. You could be talking about going to the bathroom. I'm going to blow it. I got to blow it up. Oh, let yeah. When, when the dude, they called the uh, police on the dude in Walmart for saying that. Let, let you be near the wrong place in D.C. and say that. I guarantee you that they, they'll have a lock on your phone and they'll be mm -hmm. monitoring the hell out of you. 
if not sending somebody to, to follow you. Well, well, let's move on because we running out of time. We ain't don't we? This ain't gonna be a long one. Uh, second, uh, 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 Kyrie Irving has been barred is the word that they use from practicing and playing with the new no, New Jersey. God, I'm showing my age. The Brooklyn Nets uh, until he's eligible under COVID nineteen. Uh, uh, mandates how and Ben Simmons has returned to the Sixers how does this affect the uh, Brooklyn Nets if they don't have Kyrie he did show up to practice last week Katie and Harden was you know they were happy to see him everybody's always happy to see Kyrie but his stance on the thing I'm not going to say it because last time we said it, we seen what happened. His stance on the thing is his stance. But how does how does this affect the Nets long term? Well, first of all, let's talk about uh, Ben. Did you want to talk first? Oh, that's cool. Um, all I was going to say is, and I, I'm going to do this real quick and get out your way. Um, the Kyrie thing is funny because Kyrie can stand to lose up to like 16 million. For not playing, but Brooklyn made the right choice, in my opinion, because they said we're not going to just let you like sit in the middle and play like thirty percent of our games, because then for the other seventy percent of the time, guess who's getting the questions? The head coach is getting questions. Well, why isn't Kyrie here? Or the or Kevin Durant's getting thirty million questions from every media market that they go into. So I actually like the fact that Brooklyn said, you know what? If you can't play the whole time, we don't need you. And we'll go ahead and pay you whatever it is that you're going to get for those days that you off. And, yeah, we good. I'm good. And, and I think that's the best statement they could have made because um, I understand his beliefs. I'm personally not vaccinated, but it's a job, man. Like, you got to do what's best for your teammates. And if you love your teammates, you got to be there as often as you can be. So that's all I had, and I'm just gonna let y'all go back and knock this gun out the park. So, from what I understand, Kevin Durant, James Harden sat down with um the Sean Mark, Sean Marks, the Nets GM. So they had a conversation with them, the big wigs. Get closer to the get closer to the router. You breaking up there? Okay, can you hear me? Yep. All right. So from what I understand, Kevin Durant and James Harden had a um, sit down with Sean Marks, the Nets GM. They talked to the big, the big wigs, the, the big wigs on the team. So this decision wasn't made by the Nets upper management by themselves. Okay, which leads me to believe that the Nets might be more open to trading Kyrie. And then here's where you have to do to split how you feel about Kyrie the person and Kyrie the player. If the Nets are going to win a championship, they need Kyrie Irving or somebody of his caliber to help. Now, Kevin Durant, one of the best players on the planet. Can he do it by himself with James Harden? Maybe. But it would be a lot easier if they have Kyrie or battle. And like Ben said, that's his personal preference. If he doesn't want to get the shot, he doesn't have to get the shot. What's funny to me as a 40-year-old man I've watched my entire life, um, jobs, um, 
schools, every place make religious religious and exemptions for people. And it's just funny that Andrew Wiggins got shot down and he, he, he you know, he broke down, took the shot. And now we're going to see how strong Kyrie believes about the things he preaches because Kyrie has been very vocal, very vocal about the things he believes in. And quote unquote to to lack of a better word, he's been a distraction at every team he's been to. And I, and I, I say lack of a better word because I don't want to label him a distraction, but it's been an issue in Cleveland with him and LeBron, Boston, and now in and out there, BJ. Um, I was saying that it's been an issue everywhere Kyrie's been. We've been him and LeBron had issues underneath the table. Um, they had problems in Boston. Now having problems in Brooklyn. So, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see if Kyrie sticks to his beliefs. And I, you know, a lot of people have him retiring. And the thing is, why trade for him? If if I'm an NBA GM, you put your GM hat on. I'm not trading for Kyrie Irving because what's to say the city that he goes to doesn't initiate a vaccine mandate, now you're in the same position. You got rid of a vaccine. I don't think they're going to – I don't think – I know 100%. They're not going to get rid of a vaccinated star, let's say Ben Simmons, for unvaccinated Kyrie Irving and then run into maybe some of the same problems down the line. That's not going to happen. Um, ben Simmons coming back, losing $300,000 a game, i come back too. <laughs> I'd be I'd be right back too. So, but it, it, the Kyrie Irving situation, um, and, and you know, and, and Ben Ben made a good point. Like, you know, you're gonna have to answer these questions. Hey, you lost this game by saying you think if you had Kyrie Irving out there would have made a difference, or you know, just, you don't want to have to go through that. Even though I still think they're gonna go through that. Yeah, and you set a dangerous precedent. If you let a player pay part time, now you're going to start having players, you know, cross the league like they already do this load management crap. OK, um, and just to give you some just to give you, you know, a little 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 history lesson. MJ's last season with the Wizards, I believe he played. 82, did he play 82, KG? Yes, sir. He played 82 games at what? 38. Mm-hmm. No, he was 40. 40. So that was just, 2003. Yeah, he was 40. Yeah, just give you a little lesson on this load management nonsense. Um, but it, it's going to be very interesting. Very interesting because to switch over to Ben Simmons, I believe, you know, his agent, Rich Paul, which is the same agent for LeBron James, they probably, he's probably like, look, go back. Don't lose any more money. I'm still working on a trade because mm-hmm. the 76ers are just asking for too much. For somebody that's that that offensively limited, you can't get anything out of him offensively. Yes, he's you know defensively, um, you know he's 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 definitely a really good defender. He has the body, but just offensively, like three first round picks and a star, like no. Let let, let me let me.
uh, down the text window, honey, y'all alchemist says that's a weird conversation to have. It's not based on his actual skill. It's based on whether whether he's got the shot or not. It is, but I mean, you know, they they're, they're pushing. 100% vaccination, so he can't even come into the building to work out. He can't do anything. And we're talking about Kyrie Irving. Then I I, I switch over to Twitter, and an uh, up-and-coming congresswoman, I think her name her name is Laverne Spiker, Spicer, she put out a tweet at 417 a day. They let Magic Johnson play with full-blown HIV but won't let Kyrie Irving play because he won't get a COVID shot. That's a little harsh. That is ignorance. Yeah, that is pure ignorance. Yeah, you know, um, and 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 yeah, I mean, you know, back to Kyrie. I mean, like I said, whatever your personal beliefs are about Kyrie Irving, you know, we talked about him plenty of times on this show. You got to separate that from what he can do on the court. And on the court, I think he's the key to Brooklyn winning a championship. That was the whole point of putting that team together. Now without him, they have some they have some talent. They have some talent, but without Kyrie Irving, it's a different ball game. You have two of the probably depending on who you talk to, you got the either number one or number two score in the game with Kevin Durant. Probably number one. And then you have probably James Harden rounding out the top five somewhere. So you you know, you have you have you know, but can they do it together? They, you know, this is it's going to be, you know, without your point guard, without somebody that can that has the talent of scoring like Kyrie Irving does, you know, is that going to still be how how dangerous is that Brooklyn team going to be? So that's you know that's it, it just tells you what what Brooklyn just did. They know that they know they need him to win a championship, and they just told him basically. Get the shot, or, or we'll talk to you later. Yeah, that's true, and you know we don't know. And Ben says if uh, so the fi- NBA Finals they play Golden State. He misses seven games of the finals because he can't play in Golden State or, and New York, which is true. It is true. He would miss a lot. He would miss the whole entire finals. And as far as Ben Simmons being back, you know, if you tell me, hey. You losing three hundred thousand uh, dollars. I think I'm gonna go ahead and come on back too. I mean, I'm just being honest. I'm three hundred thousand dollars. A lot of money. It is. It is. I mean, let, let's be let's be real here. Oh, that's not gonna sit in there. But we got to keep an eye on this Kyrie thing. Um, see what happens. See if anything's changed in the next couple of days. Last but not least. Uh, we asked a question. If you follow us on Spotify, it's a question on uh, the Sunday Rise, where we touched on it a little bit. Fury Wilder, was it a waste of money? Uh, it's been said that Wilder has a broken hand. He broke his knuckle. Um, Fury tried to go, you know, say, hey, you did what you had to do and, you know, good fight. And he didn't want to be sportsman. It was a lot to happen that night. BJ, I think you stayed up to watch pretty much a little bit of this fight. You may didn't get to the end. I watched the whole entire thing. What was your thoughts on this fight from Saturday? That Fury is head and heels better than Wilder will be. And that Wilder Wilder needed that fight to end with 
you know, he's not a distance fighter. And, you know, the little bit I do know about boxing, he definitely needs to train a lot better. I think a lot of what defeated Wilder was arrogance. Because if you listen to Tyson Fury afterwards, Wilder wasn't even being sportsman um, with um, Wild uh, Fury. So, you know, it, hey, look, dude beat you fair and square, put some hands on you, made you look silly. And look, man, look, congratulate the dude, move on, train better, harder, and, you know, get your fights back up to come back and prove yourself. But right now, Fury's it, man. And, you know, who's going to beat him? Who? I don't know, you know, like I said, I don't follow boxing enough to know who, who would be in the next uh, for him to fight. It's definitely not Wilder. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. he, he's going to have to fight probably, what, at least two fights to get back up to. And then it's just like, if, if I'm Tyson Fury, I'm not, like, I didn't beat this dude multiple times. Like, I, unless you really beat somebody and, and you're the next up, I'm not fighting you no more. You know? So. Uh. I watched that entire fight and uh, Wilder was gassed after about the second round, half halfway through the second round. And I was like, what were you doing? You didn't fight for 20 months. Did you do any road work? Did you do any uh, uh, calisthenics, anything to build your wind up? He didn't come to the ring with uh, a heavy costume this time. He came in the ring. He looked like he was ready. He was boxing. He wasn't brawling. He was boxing the first round. And I was like, okay, he confused Fury a little bit. And then Fury started moving that head. And he just he got away from it all, was just trying to go for the knockout punch. And then it just got to the point where he just really wasn't protecting himself. I would rather him say, I think I just broke my hand and end the fight right there rather than go and keep going and not being able to uh 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 not being able to, to 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 do what you do because that right hand, man, that right hand is devastating. Devastating. You notice there's always an excuse after he loses. Yeah. I, and and that's that's the turnoff, man. Just congratulate the guy. It, it it's not it's not <laughs> like this dude didn't beat you, beat the 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 pulp out of you last fight. Mm-hmm. So it can't be an excuse every time something's wrong. Like, you, you're just not as good as Fury right now, whether it's training, whether it's arrogance. And I think it's a little bit of everything. And like I said, I don't think he's a – I wish we had Gary on because Gary's a boxing aficionado. I, to me, Wilder's not a distance fighter. He needs one of his big hooks or uppercuts to land in them first four rounds and knock you out. If it goes mm-hmm. past a certain distance, he's done. And that's where you see the better trained fighter, the be- the fighter that did more, you know, the be- uh, better training, more uh, and more win. You and Fury win the- win the fight, right? And a hundred y'all alchemist says infringing on a person's right to choose is wrong in any aspect. And Wilder need to chalk that one up. He can't take those hands. That's true. And I mean, let me say this: I got to give a big shout out to Tyson Fury. My man came in there two seventy seven. And he, Wilder hit him with a shot and his love handle shook. But he had so much stamina and he came in the heaviest he's ever been. And he didn't, he wasn't cut up. 
He was just there. He made me feel good about my damn self. I, I just want to say, Tyson Fury, you made me feel damn good about myself because I'm not, you know, cut from stone. I'm not a, the Adonis type. I'm six foot four pounds. And I carry my weight well. But damn it, Tyson Fury let me know that I can still work on me and get myself together. And I ain't got to look like I'm cut from stone and knock somebody out. Because he did it four times on Saturday night. And my right hand, my left hand and my right hand is devastating, even when I'm backpedaling. But so Tyson Fury, thank you for your inspiration. You kind of sort of made me want to get back in the gym, but I'm not the type to like to get hit. Because then I, I, I turn to another person and that's something else. But Fury fought a damn good fight from, I'll say, the second round on. He fought his fight. Yeah, he, he got knocked down twice. But you get knocked down. Seven times you get up eight. That's the whole thing. You get up. And Fury got up and he kept pushing. Nothing nothing can say, be said about it. It was a good fight, to be honest. I don't say a complete waste of money. But I'm kind of disappointed I had to pay $80 for it. I wish I only paid $50 for it like I thought I was. But $80 was a little too much. But it wasn't a complete waste. It was a good fight. And um, I don't think there's anybody out there right now that Fury is going to lose to. So, uh, boss, you got anything to add before we get up out of here? Nah, that's it, man. We did. We pulled double duty tonight. We pretty, you know, pretty much talked to, you know, touched on everything. Kyrie, Ben Simmons back. Wizards playing. Um, we'll touch on the Wizards a little bit more next DC sports round, but that's it, man. We, we did, we did, we did our part tonight. Yes, indeed. So, uh, the, DC Sports Rundown from tonight will be available in about, mm, I'll say about 9.45 on all your streaming platforms. Uh, it'll be available right here on Podbean, uh, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, all of that. Uh, this particular show right here, the Tuesday Night Flight, both parts will be available, mm, I'll say tomorrow afternoon about 12.30. And until then, until Thursday, uh, that's the boss BJ. I'm the big guy KG. Shout out to the Midnight Rider, Ben, Lady C in the text window. We are the sideline junkies. We are out of here. Have a good night.